Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be that chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions to help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess. So IKEA makes storage affordable. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. It sounds great. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you, intern Brandon, Thank for you. alerting us that the sound quality was not as great as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are three women, I believe, at this point in the basement. And yeah. He is digging it out further and he is taking turns assaulting the women mm-hmm. with the sole purpose of impregnating them all them. because he wants his own 30 army of children. children. He wants like 30 kids, no. something like that. He wants 10 women with 10 kids each. 10 women with 10 kids each. Gary Heidnick was doing his best to get all these girls pregnant. So right now he's got five in a hole and one of them died. Sandra. Oh, all right, so right. Gary, Gary Heidnick befriended a mentally challenged girl named Sandra. That's right. And they've been friends for four years. Sandra, he met at the Elwin Institute where he was a patient. Mm-hmm. Right. She was right. she, she was mentally handicapped. And not only that, they became friends. And then after that, she starts attending church with him at his home. Okay. Because he starts his own church. Right. Which that totally tracks yes. to where this is heading. Oh, that's right, because I said that I watched that documentary. What? About the Duggars. About the Duggars. Is oh, that true? Oh, oh, oh. Well, kind of. What, ta- what do you mean? How has that got to do with the church? I'm. So- Never mind. It was, it was a connection that I made during the episode. Well, tell us what it is. What are you talking about? I already told the people. It's shiny, happy people. 
It's about the 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 Duggar family and nineteen kids and counting and the church that they're involved with. That is a lot of children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Like just in terms of how many years of one's life pregnant. Correct. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me what his, his church would be about. Spreading his seed? The second, no. The second coming of Christ. No. It was called the United Church of the Ministers of God. It's and he name. he incorporated this in 1971. Hmm. So where we're at now with Sandra dying is 1987. So when Gary Heidnick got arrested, number one, they saw, I mean, all the the remains and stuff like that of what we're going to talk about tonight. But they also saw like his bank accounts. Mm-hmm. His Merrill Lynch account alone had $577,000 in it. Right. So why would he start a church? And the church also had about a half a million to a million dollars in it. The but church. That's but, what and, I was going to ask if the church was the money that was supplying his Merrill Lynch fund. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was a different fund mm-hmm. that I believe was about a million or over a million. Because when Gary Heidnick got caught. Who gets that money? The state of Philadelphia or is it federal? No, is it is it state or federal? Mm. Basically, someone's got to get the money from the church. Oh, so now when Gary Heidnick got arrested, you also have the U.S. government and uh, the state of Pennsylvania fighting over who gets the money from this church. And and you had so what they were trying to do is say, okay, well this church is fake. You know, he just started this to so he can have a tax free like front. Yeah, front. Right. Yeah, because typically, wouldn't you say that? neither should get the money, separation of church and state. Yeah, but what what happens to the money? It just sits there and grows interest like um, Warren Buffett? That'd be smart, actually. But no one can ever, ever touch it. Well, his the, the his children from the victims should. Oh, my God. You think the children know that the, their daddy is Gary Heidney? I doubt it. I don't no, know. We haven't gotten to that no, part yet. No, but I'm saying, well, I mean, I'm saying that would t- technically yeah. wouldn't that be the but, correct but that's not, thing to do legally? Like no. if, there if it was from a church. But that's that's not his money. That's the church's money. It's a. It's like but it's a, his church. But then that's treating it like his own bank account. Yeah. If it's his church. You know. So what I'm can it go like, back to like, the people of like the, the members of the church? Like I, I know Seacoast may do this differently. Seacoast is a big ultra mega church, but you can't. Just pull out money out of the collection plate and go buy and go pay off your cars. No, it's not the righteous gemstones. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be what it would be doing. If you take that money and then give it to the kids, that's what that is. And that would Oh yeah, be I guess that's right. Well, what, what, can it go back to the members of the church then? But how are they going to prove it? People putting dollars and shit in a collection plate. Well, don't they have a roster and they can split it evenly? I don't think they did that. Probably not. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think outside the box. But just think about it because the when he was arrested, they tried to use that money for his trial. I mean, trials cost like millions of dollars, especially right. with this maniac. Legal fees. Sure. You know, because you gotta get him and we're gonna get into this later, but as soon as he walked into his first court his first court appearance when he got caught, he looks at the judge and snaps to a salute. Hmm. So you gotta get this guy psyched. Evaled. <laughs> I mean, at least you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would. You can make that argument for like any killer who does pretty depraved things. But like, yeah, you probably but get I that mean, checked out. Yeah, I, I would say he didn't even need to salute the judge to get a psych eval, considering. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Considering everything else, considering that and the 
31 times that he has ended up in a mental institution yeah, of some sort. I would say there's a pattern there. Yep. Yeah. The defense used the suicide. He He's attempted suicide at least 14 times. And the prosecution's like, yeah, but, you know, that he wasn't serious. He wasn't seriously trying to kill himself, you know. Were they cries for help? The defense attorney said, what about the time he was riding on his motorcycle and he purposely played chicken and went head into a semi-truck? Yeah, okay, that's pretty... Uh... Well, if he's not trying to harm himself, then he's trying to harm someone else. And I would say that is probably something they should look at as well. Never mind the fact that he's in in court for like these terrible crimes. Yeah, but we're going to get into all that later. I just wanted to kind of wake up a little bit. Now, I didn't know where to start this episode specifically. So I'm just kind of where we stopped last time is Sandra had choked on a piece of bread. Remember, Gary Heidnick oh, was shoving yeah. it down her throat because she was pregnant and she needs to eat, but she's been misbehaving and now she's refusing to eat. So he's at this point shoving bread down her throat. It gets caught and then she dies. Now, the women then wake up in the morning to a horrible stench and and this is one of the times that Gary Heidnick almost got caught. This is right in 1987. This is the beginning of March 1987. An officer actually comes to the home, the front door, because all the girls hear it downstairs. They hear this frantic knocking. This officer, uh, I think his name was Aponte, Officer Aponte. But he comes because there was, a, there was a complaint from the neighborhood of a horrible smell. Gary's neighbors thought, since they haven't seen him in, in a week, that he died in there. Mm. And it's the smell of rotting flesh. He didn't know what to do with Sandra's body at this point. So it's just there rotting in the house. The officer comes to the door and was about to break in. This guy might need help. So he's about to enter the home when Gary Heidnick opened the door, shut it behind him and, and said, you know, what's the problem? The neighbors were all out because they thought they were going to see Gary's dead body. They thought that he was dead in there. So they're like, oh my God, you're alive? <laughs> then what stinks? Then what stinks? You know what his response was? I burnt my my dinner. The whole neighborhood had called uh, the police. This is the second time that Gary Heignick could have been caught because the first time when Sandra's mother and her sister came to Gary Heignick's house where she's always at, banging on the door, banging on the door, the officer comes to the house and he says, okay, Gary Heignick. Then he goes and asks one of Gary Heignick's friends who was riding his bike down the, the, the little trail there, who is also mentally handicapped. He said, okay, how do you spell that? Heidneck. And he spelled it wrong, put it into the computer and it came back wrong. If that officer had just done a little more due diligence, not only would these girls be alive, but he would have seen in Gary Heidneck's arrest record that prior to any of this I've done told you, he was accused of putting a mentally handi handicapped black woman in a basement and killing her. This is his second, his, his Sandra's his second mentally ill. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that, but basically he Damn. helped this handicapped black woman escape from a mental hospital and then chained her up in the basement and she died. And then he said, oh, I, you know, I don't know why she's dead. 
So he never got charged for that, but it's still on his record. Hmm. That's amazing he wasn't charged for that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I like, guess... couldn't you at least get charged for not reporting a death or something? That's Isn't... a good point. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to read... Or was she still chained up in the basement when they found her? And he was like, I don't know why she's dead. Or was she right. not chained up? I. This isn't my house. This is from Josephine's own words in her book, Cellar Girl. But this is when they they knew that Sanders' body was rotting upstairs. We were all reeling from the smell when Gary opened the door and came down with our breakfast. A couple of pieces of bread each. The smell was stronger now. It was on his clothes that hung in the air. I could even taste it in the bread. I stopped eating, fearing I might retch. Where I'm officially starting this story tonight is March 18th, 1987. So about two weeks after the Sandra incident. After the cop and he was said, I burnt my dinner. Yeah. Okay. But that was her dead body. The girl who choked on the bread. Right. Yeah. Yes. At this point, we have one girl who is not taking orders. She is not falling into line. She is causing havoc in the whole underground ecosystem of Gary's basement. She's screaming. She's yelling. She is, she's plotting to kill Gary. Gary even hears her say this, that she wants to jump him. And all this, these things, like she's planning this stuff. Hmm. This is Deborah Dudley. So at this point, she is causing more pain for all the other girls. So you had five in there. And I'm not going to really get into the other two girls that survived. We're just going to kind of throw their names because that's going to get really confusing. But who you need to remember in this story is Josephina or Nicole. That's the same person. Right, right. Sandra, which is dead. And then Deborah Dudley. Okay. Mm-hmm. She is the one who is causing all these problems because everyone else is adapting, but she is not, you know, she keeps telling Nicole, Hey, why don't we jump him? And Nicole's like, well, he doesn't bring the padlock keys with him down in the basement. So if we jumped him, then now we're still chained up down here. Mm. And then we start, you know, there's a lot of tension going on in the basement. And eventually, well, right now they're starting to become a pecking order. And Nicole, Josephina, the one who's written this book is at the top of this pecking order. And I think that may have had some sway on her writing this book because two of the other girls that got out said that she was actually participating in the torture of Mm. them and she actually liked it. You can see, yeah, you can see the dissension here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think that's may have swayed her to control the narrative. Right. I'm not saying that it's true or not, but I am saying that I am saying this is what came up in court because now you have this weird dynamic. Okay, who's telling the truth? Mm. I mean, all these girls are chained up together, but now these two girls are saying this girl is like not with them or something. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It almost reminds me of um, Kimmy Schmidt, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. They, did oh, you watch that? Oh gosh, yeah. I was like, I haven't hadn't seen it in so long. They had yeah. a, they had a, um, they were trapped underground by this reverend, and <laughs> yeah, I like forgot that was the whole premise of like yeah. why she came to. And they discovered then they discovered them. They called them the mole girls, and then so um, Ellie Kemper's character is like comes out and is trying to live in New York in modern day, and she has no idea what's going on. But at one point, they they go into trial against the reverend and one of the girls like turns back against the group and was I, I if I remember correctly it was like kind of like yeah I think she was dating the reverend at one point anyway John Hamm was a reverend 
Um, <laughs> that's right. But um, no, that was a good show. Yeah, that was a good show. But I, I guess it would make sense that she would be seen at the top of the pegging order. She was the she, she was the first. She was the first one down there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But the whole time they're down there, he's also still bringing prostitutes to the house too, which is crazy. So they're so they're so conditioned down there now that they're not even screaming when someone comes, type of thing. You know, mm, it's just nuts, crazy. right? All right. So Deborah Dudley is not is not submitting at all. One time she, you know, Gary had brought the little black and white TV and he was digging the hole and and doing his thing in the basement. And she made some snide remark when an Alpo, you know, Alpo dog food, mm-hmm. when that, um, the commercials, like my dog's an Alpo dog or whatever. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember the commercials, but I remember that's what we fed our dogs. But anyway, she saw a commercial of Alpo and she's like, this is, that would be way better than the shit we're getting. So he's like, okay, you know, still trying to get her to fall in line. He brings back a can of Alpo and makes her slurp that down. What, Nicole, you don't like that? No, I do not. Why not? Can't say that I do. I can, let me find you a good quote about her. I eating. mean, I would eat our dog food. Yeah, well, that's human food. That's right. Human grade <laughs> dog food. <laughs> uh, it's rotisserie chicken and rice. Like, you can't beat it, honestly. Yeah, I would eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's like upset stomach meal. Yeah, exactly. It's comfort food, man. I mean, that's if right. I had to eat dog food, like out, like real dog food, it would definitely be Alpo because Alpo has the most meat. Remember? You yeah. don't remember this commercial? There no, were big, I chunk, don't. big chunks in there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, Do they still make Alpo? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Quote, now she was spooning the lumpy gelatinous meat into her mouth. I expected her to throw up or recoil, but it actually seemed like she was enjoying it. Kind of gross. Yep. So anyway, he actually made all of them eat from like just dog food. So he has two dogs and they get their own special food, as you're going to see here in a second. I don't think I'm going to like that. But March 18th, 1987, Deborah Dudley is not submitting and Gary wants to put a stop to it. She's in the hole with one of the other girls, Jacqueline, who survives, but they're chained together. Gary comes down with two things. One, I'm going to tell you right now. It's a garden hose. A garden hose and a hole in the floor that people are in. What could that? How 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 could that be How good? could that go wrong? Sure. There was a faucet down there, which he screws the garden hose to. Puts the other end in the hole with Deborah Dudley and Jacqueline. Then he turns it on. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. 
Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be that chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions to help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. So at this point, they're worried that they're about to drown because they're down in this seven foot hole, almost eight foot hole in the the earth. And now water is getting up to their knees and now it's getting up to their waist. And now they're just really worried. But then Gary turns it off, turns off the water spigot. Now, at this time, the water, the water hose is going through the board. So he has these little makeshift boards that he threw over the hole, Mm -hmm. kind of to patch it up. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like... Man, that was close. Sweet. He was just messing with us. But then he pulls out the other thing that he brought down. Just a little thing to get them in line. Oh, no. I hope it's not a toaster. It's a waffle maker. I was kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, damn, Jen, good guess. He brought down an extension cord. Oh, no. And one of the ends of the extension cord is cut off. So all it is is the two bare oh, wires yeah. hanging out. And it's not even the good kind with the third it's wire. It's not even the, <laughs> the good ground kind. wire. It's just the two wires, not even the ground wire on it. Like the the worst you can get, right? So he plugs it up into the outlet and it's already sparking. Now, he's just going to teach these girls a lesson, right? He's just going to give them a little shocky poo and have them straighten up. Mostly Deborah Dudley, but she is now rubbing off on Jacqueline. That's why she's all in the hole. When the water was a few inches deep, he turned it off and replaced the board over the top of the hole. Then he picked up the wire, which looked like an ordinary extension cord, except on one end, he'd cut it down so that the insulation plastic was gone and the bare wires exposed. He plugged the other end into a socket, and now we all know knew what was coming. He was going to electrocute the girls in the hole. Okay, so let's bring it back. We are in this damp dungeon that is is dark as hell and this guy has plugged up an extension cord and he's going to put it in the water in a hole with two girls are in chained together okay the only like the room got a lot lighter when he plugged it in because if you plug in an extension cord with one end cut off you're going to see sparks so they already knew what was going on they don't have the vision remember they're in an eight foot hole Mm. but they can hear the little 
of the electricity. Plus, they can kind of see the 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 lighting of these mm-hmm. electrical currents. Now, Gary, Gary's a really smart guy. I'm talking 120, 130 IQ. Very smart. Extremely smart. I mean, you got to be. I mean, this dude is a financial genius. I mean, he stocks and and business ownerships and and everything else. I mean, he's he's a smart dude. So he doesn't want to kill these girls, especially Deborah. Even though Deborah is resisting, because Deborah has a little bump mm. on her. She oh. has the baby bump. Jacqueline doesn't have it yet, but Deborah has a little baby bump. So we don't want to kill her because that would just ruin the plans. Right? Yeah. Dobby doesn't want to kill. Dobby just wants to maim. I seriously injure. So, <laughs> so Gary says, "Quote: Don't worry," he said coolly. The current isn't even that strong. It's just a little shock. Mm. Nothing too bad. I just got to get you both to straighten up a little. So he is telling this to the women. Now, he's a smart guy, like I said. And yeah, 120 volts isn't isn't terrible because I remember Nicole stuck a screwdriver in there two weeks ago for some reason. That was like... Years ago now. No, dude, that was like literally two months ago. No, it was long. And it was like, what does this do? I guess I guess I can't talk because I almost blew my head off. Yeah. (laughs) What you did was way worse and that was like two weeks ago. I I cut I cut a live wire knowing it was live. That's okay, that's dumb. No, well, it's not Yes. It's all right, it's not gonna hurt you. But this wire, which I did not know, was actually hooked up to a transformer, which stores electricity, <laughs> like a big battery. Well, that's why you shut the wires off, John. No, nah, I was too lazy. So Gary Heidnick, he's a smart guy, like I said. So 120 volts isn't going to kill you at all, unless, and he didn't think about this. Unless you're, it's touching water? He, yeah, they're submerged in water. That mm, would that's kill That's a conductor, them. yes. <laughs> But he just wanted to give him a, quote, little shock just to straighten him up a little bit. And then he accidentally fried them. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't be laughing because anyway, Mm. at this point, they're begging because he is slowly bringing this electrical cord over with the two ends severed off and it's sparking. And he's trying not to touch him, you know, touch it to his leg or anything. And they're hearing it. And they know that they're submerged in water. And now they know that, that he's going to put that down in the water. I mean, you. I mean, yeah, if you throw a toaster into the water or something, same thing, right? I mean, that's common sense. But he thought, well, you know, I'm not going to put it in the water. So it's not going to conduct like that, I guess is what he was thinking. I don't know what he's thinking. But the chain, you know, they were chained up in this hole. And the chain that chained them to the sewer pipe comes out of the hole. So... He's just going to touch these wires to the end of this chain and it's going to go down and get them, right? Give them a little shock. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't be that bad. Anyway, they start begging. At this point, even Deborah Dudley is begging. She is, she is crying. She's saying, Gary, please, please don't do this, baby. Don't do this. I'll do anything. I'm I'm a good girl. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm going to have your baby, like just begging for her life. And so is Jacqueline and there's sobbing and crying. And remember, these are two naked women in a hole filled with water Mm. chained to each other. They're holding on to each other because they know it's coming. I mean, it's got to be freaking terrible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. No, no, 
don't do it, Deborah shrieked. Please, 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 Jacqueline screamed, sobbing. He touched the bare wires to the girl's chains, which were sticking out of a gap in the board, and the violent screams erupted from the hole, accompanied by the sound of struggling. My heart lurched. Ugh. That's what Nicole said in her book. And he only he only put it there for a second or two in violent screamings. But then he gives it to Nicole. Oh. The the highest in the pecking order, right? And he says, hey, you my girl, you do it. So this is kind of where the girls first start to see that one of their own is now being used to torture them. It's a fucked up way of punishment. Yeah. I, I know, like, I never, like, I don't know if they do that. I've never seen anywhere, like, in, in, in a military setting where that's been used, you know? Like, making someone torture their counterpart. Yeah, that's pretty. You know? I've never seen that. It's really depraved. I've seen torture, but not like that. That would be fucked up. You know, but you can see how it introduces a new dynamic. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, in her book, she talks about how she was just breaking down, but she knew she had to do it. Because at this time, Nicole's trying to get, she's trying to put on this mask of a woman who has completely submitted herself to this guy. Okay, I'm just going to play along. I'm going to be the good little puppet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get some more responsibilities, maybe some more freedoms. And then finally, when there's an opportunity, I can run out and get help and save the other girls. But you can see when they get out, because Nicole did get that responsibility and freedom, mm -hmm. and they did go shoe shopping, and they did go to dinners. And you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, like, when, when are you waiting for this opportunity? Now, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm definitely not saying she's a terrible person. I'm not saying that at all. I think what she doesn't talk about in her book is the Stockholm Syndrome that she probably has. And I think when reading her book, she's really trying to justify it. But I think she is more emotionally traumatized than she thinks she is. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And she just wrote this book in 2014. So she, you know what I'm saying? I don't think she understands Stockholm Syndrome and stuff like that. Like, you know, she's, yeah. I feel like she is trying to justify herself by saying, okay, I'm trying to get freedom yada yada which she was but yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but anyway so nicole's now got the wires and she puts it on the same chain and again these violent screams splashing yelling screaming and then it goes quiet now she can smell the burning too because the water is you know bubbling up and literally like a some kind of uh you know hot hot spring right Gary takes off the board, and this is about 10 minutes later. Both girls are now sitting on their butts with their legs stretched out. Jacqueline is fine. She's fine. I mean, she's not fine. She's fucked up, but she's breathing and she has a pulse. Mm. Deborah is in the same position with her legs splayed out in front of her, but her face is also in the water, submerged. Her body is leaned over like some, a yoga pose where you stretch out in front of you. She is just resting there in the water. She, she's dead. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Her body just collapsed from the, the being shocked. Her heart, her heart stopped or whatever. And she, that's how she expired right there. Yeah. It was a terrible death. Yeah. You know, so she was fried. Mm. So crazy. Yeah. Gary pulled her up by her hair and it was clear she was gone. The rivulets of water dripped down her blank face. Her eyes and mouth fell open in a slack, silent scream. Ugh. Quote from Gary. Thank God for that. Now my basement can get back to normal. Oh, mm. Wow. But he didn't want to kill her because that ruins his whole plan. Right. 
you know? Yeah, and he's got to find someone else. And now he's got to find somewhere, someone else. He's going to start all over again. Yeah, exactly. And Almost. now he's got to do something with another body, right? Yeah. Or That's not. Can, I mean, he's yeah. just kind of like letting them no, letting him lie. He did something with that body. We'll oh, get to that oh, one. Oh boy. Gary brings down a piece of paper and a pen and gives it to Nicole and says, "Write this." And she is writing. This is the her, you know, Nicole. Yeah. The one. Now the time, it's 6.30 p.m. I, Nicole Rivera, and Gary Heidnick killed Deborah Dudley by applying electricity to her chain while sitting in a pool of water in a hole in the basement of 3520 North Marshall Street. Mm. And then she signed it. And then Lisa and Jacqueline, Jacqueline, who was also shocked, once she comes to, she signs it as well as a witness, right? And after that, that point in time, which is stupid, right? Because, I mean, like, what judge is going to be like, okay, Nicole, you're guilty. Like, I mean, obviously, she's being held captive. She has to sign it. Right. Like, it it means jack shit, right? right? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything. But he thinks it does or is trying to convince her. Well, not only that. It actually does mean something to this ecosystem because it changes everything. As soon as she signs it, as soon as Nicole signs it, he reaches down and he uncuffs her. Oh, damn. Now she's free. He's still there with the other girls. He says, now go upstairs and go to bed. Go upstairs and go to bed upstairs past the front door. So now he like trusts that she's willing to do anything or he or she's like so brainwashed. Well, I mean, also having that written, I mean, in his mind, he thinks that that would be a confession, but mm. she won't go anywhere because she has this signed paper saying that if if she runs away, he'll share it. Yeah. With the cops. But he, it also said her and Gary. Right. It wasn't just her taking responsibility. Right. Right. In that, which yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of like if you're gonna do, but like something I said, like that it doesn't mean anything, but it did because now <laughs> even to Nicole, it, it's like we were watching the show The Mick, and they had that pepper oh, thing, right? Yeah. Like whoever's holding the pepper shaker pepper is grinder. the pepper grinder is the boss. You know, it doesn't mean anything, but to them, it means everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It changed the dynamic completely down there. The pecking order is now set. Nicole will never be chained again after that event. And they still got another month there. So now, as soon as she goes upstairs, it's, if you read in her book, and I'm, I'm not trying to like bash this woman at all. That's not what I'm trying to do. But it's just weird to see what she did. Because what would you do if you were chained up for three months? And mm-hmm. now, you, we all like to think we would run out and be like, help! Help! Yeah. But you don't know that unless you've been chained up for three months. So what does she do? She goes upstairs and she kind of like peeks around. You know? And she's looking at the tooth toothbrush and toothpaste and she takes a little mm-hmm. toothpaste and rubs it on her teeth and is like wow I forgot how that tastes and she's like looking in the closet like what do you want me to wear like she's now the woman of the house right yeah that's no she will never be down in the basement again chained up she goes down there to help with the torturing mm-hmm. I mean that's fucked up is yeah. it not <laughs> 
Crazy, man. That's 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 intense. Yeah. We're talking about extreme freedoms here. Not only using the toothbrush, walking around, changing clothes, like walking around naked, taking baths, watching TV. At one point, he has to go get his car, the rolls, mm-hmm. serviced, and he's got his own mechanic, Mike. So he doesn't just take her. He trusts her enough to follow him in the caddy. Mm. Is that not nuts? Mm-hmm. So she is following him in the Cadillac behind the his roles. They get to the mechanic and they're both there like boyfriend and girlfriend. Like like there's not three women chained up in the freaking basement. Right. Is that fucking crazy? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is wild. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. One of the things to really get her on his side permanently, like you're my number two, is to bring her into the realities of what he's doing. So in the fridge, for instance, there was some some uh, ribs. There was also a large pot on the stove that he had been cooking something. Now, mm. now remember. No, no. <laughs> not another one. No, no head stew. God. What? what like, I mean, it just takes it to a whole nother level. It it's like, okay, let me start a coal. I want to spread my seed. I'm going to chain some women to the basement. And now we're now going we're to start torturing, killing them. And now I'm going to eat them. Yeah. Wait, I never said. Okay, go on. Finish what you were going to say then. Well, he did not actually say that he was going to eat them, but I'm just assuming that there's a head oh, in that God. pot. Let me and guess. The ribs are human ribs. Well, it's are... his own version of the Eucharist, right? Like the body. All right, Is that so what he's going to start giving it out to you, parishioners? You guys are thinking way too into this. All right. All right. You guys are way too into this. Yes, there's a pot on the stove, and yes, it's got a head and a gin. Okay, that's obvious. Okay, but if you're going to call him a cannibal, this guy's too smart to be that. Is he? No, he's not. Just because he has a Merrill Lynch account doesn't make him smart. He's not going to eat them. He's going to feed it to the other prisoners. Well, I started with the Alpo for a reason. Oh, he's going to feed it to the dogs? Well, who ate the Alpo? The other girls. Oh, I don't like this at all. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. 
it just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be that chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions to help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. He walked towards a large pot sitting on the stove and lifted the lid and then beckoned me over to show me. The smell hit me instantly. So this is Sandra uh-huh. in the in the Oh no no. This is Sandra's body. Sandra never left the house. The smell's gone because he minced it up and did some other things we're gonna talk about here in a second. But he's still kind of cooking through Sandra. Inside the scorched aluminum pot was a bare white skull sitting in a pool of brown yellow liquid. It was so stark, so ugly, the pale, shiny bone almost seemed to glow against the putrid dark water. Wait, hold on a second. That is interesting. The pale, shiny bone. It's the the fat, I believe, molecules that make it all shiny. Isn't that weird? So like on the top of the lid, if you're like, you know, got some broth in there. I don't know why you're going into such detail about this. I was just thinking about it earlier. I'm just thinking the brown, (laughs) yellow, dark, yellow. You were cooking in there and I was like, you know what? Uh, Yeah, I was making impossible burgers. Okay. (laughs) We literally didn't have any meat. Which I'm glad about (laughs) now. I cooked her head, he explained matter-of-factly. And then I put her ribs in the oven and roasted them like this. See? He opens the fridge door, reaches inside, and pulls out a human rib cage. This is Sandra's ribs. They were charred. But the one thing that Nicole noticed is, well, a lot of the, a lot of the meat's gone off this. And where are the bones? Like, the where's the pelvis? Well, he gave the bones, and this is actually smart, to his dogs. He's got two big dogs and the neighborhood dogs. He was like, you know what? I'm going to divvy out these bones between all this whole pack of dogs in this neighborhood. And y'all take them all around and bury them. But unfortunately, and this is this is crazy because they had to go back and pick up all these bones scattered throughout the fucking neighborhood. These dogs didn't bury them. They just chewed on them and left them in people's yards. So now you got pelvis bones in <laughs> the neighbor's yard. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, not every dog buries bones. Exactly. I mean, they might bury him in the couch for a bit and then he'll bring him back up, chew on it, you know, go back to it later. He apparently gave all the dogs in the neighborhood the bones because what'd you say? There's like 400 bones or something? 206. 206 bones. All the bones, Sanders' bones were gone, bone gone. He divvied out all these bones to these dogs and they took them around the neighborhood, but none of them buried them. So now you have neighbors wondering why there's a, a pelvis and a kneecap. Like, what the fuck? You know? Can you read the next one of about what he did with the... So he pulls out the ribs and he pulls out the ribs and Nicole notices the first thing that a lot of the rib meat is gone. It's like the the you know the actual meat that's on the rib bones it's like what the fuck everything else you know could be explained okay because he had a process grinder yada yada and and he gave the bones away this that and the other 
but where's the ribs? And then this is what he, he says. Yeah, you know, she said she wanted to eat dog food, so I got a few cans, and then I minced up some of Sandra's body and mixed that with the dog food and put it back in the can so they wouldn't know that's what they were eating. I figure eventually they'll eat the whole of Sandra and I don't have to worry anymore. Jesus Christ, that's fucked up. I do not like that. <laughs> they were Do all... not like that. So Nicole, who also partook in the spooning of the dog food, is now being like, what the fuck? Fuck, right? So she fed her ca- fellow captives to the other fellow yeah, captives. Which is kind of smart because, like, he's trying to get rid of the body, and that's, that is the best way to do it. I mean, I mean, and it's just innovative. That and giving the dogs the bones. I, that's I, don't, I don't want to applaud the situation, so <laughs> I'm upset. You're like, it's just genius. I don't know. I'm upset. I mean, I don't think he played it very smartly. I'll be honest. I mean, oh, he's no. given the bones of the dogs, scattered them all around. Sure, they ate them, <laughs> but it smelled so bad. Yeah. No, I, I get you. Well, and plus, he clearly doesn't understand how like water and electricity work because he accidentally killed somebody. I don't <laughs> think it was an accident. Well, I mean, he, he was lost gonna... a baby in the process. Yeah. Well, that's... oh my gosh. How far along was she? I don't know. I mean, it's fucked up. It's all fucked up. Why do we do this? Technically, he didn't kill her. Josephine killed her. Right. So now I was going to pull up a quote. I know, um, I think it was Jacqueline. When they were eating the dog food, she kind of made a little joke, said, oh, there needs to be more peas in it. I don't think I can find Uh, that quote. No, you don't have to find it. It's okay. (laughs) Jesus, fuck. Appreciate the effort. This is pretty terrible. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nicole, she is now getting privileges, but she also has to help dispose of Deborah's body. And this time, he wasn't going to do all that shit that he did because clearly, like you said, it didn't work. The bones are all over the neighborhood, right? And he's still got ribs in the fridge. It clearly didn't work. He's literally still cooking the head. A cop came to the house, asked what the smell was. Like, that's not working. So when Deborah died, he put her in the freezer. And then that next morning, he took Nicole with him. And she was talking about this because they, they drove out a few hours to find a good space in, in, in the dense forest. And she was talking about how surreal it was. This is like the first time she's been out. Mm-hmm. This is before the whole freedom of going shopping. I mean, they were literally going shoe shopping and bra shopping and all the, it's crazy to hear her talk about it because she's like in the dressing room. But there's women in the basement getting raped and toured. It's fucking nuts, right? Anyway, this the first time she she went out. She remembers like he stops at a gas station, buys her a Coke. He also buys the newspaper because he wanted to check his stocks. And he was really upset that he like he invested in this crazy Eddie stock, which I looked it up. It was the one stock that he did terrible at hmm. the one time he did terrible. So he is so bummed out. And this is the day after he killed Deborah that he just lost $16,000 in crazy Eddie's, which crazy Eddie's was a scam. Mm. It was like uh, I've was, heard that name before. It was a um I looked it up. It's crazy. Well, crazy Eddie. But it was a like a electron it was like a radio shack. Yeah. It's Crazy Eddie's greatest stereo sale ever. Get anything and everything in stereo equipment. Get it all now during Crazy Eddie's greatest stereo sale ever. Crazy Eddie, his prices are insane. Like discount store. I don't know how it was a scam, but the guy ended up on the the uh FBI most wanted list, like Eddie himself. <laughs> 
And then like the stock tanked or something. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so that was his only bad investment. So he was more upset about losing that money checking in the newspaper than anything else. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he buys her a Coke. So she's talking about how she's sipping this Coke as they're driving two hours to find a, a place with this body in the trunk unthawing. You know, and how surreal that is doing that. Isn't that nuts? Mm. So how it eventually culminates is Gary starts taking her out, bringing her in. And, you know, shoe shopping, dinners, movies. She's in the public. She's got plenty of opportunity to run, to to say, hey, help anyone. Mm-hmm. But about a month goes by and it was only when Gary said, I think we need to get another female in the basement. We need to capture someone else. That's when she went into action. And she, they did capture someone else. They captured a girl, Vicky, which Vicky was only there for 12 hours because as soon as she was there, Gary was was arrested. Wow. Yeah. So, and how this happens is they go out. Gary is like, I need 20 minutes. I got to go do some business, you know, just shop around a little bit. You can shop here for 20 minutes. So she goes to the payphone. She's calling the police 911. They're not believing her. They don't want to send out a car or a patrol. They think she's lying. Mm. So anyway, the paddy wagon gets there. Gary's coming back at the time. Yeah. This is, and it was kind of like time perfectly. The cops get out and they see this woman and she's like, this guy, Gary Heidnick, he's been torturing me and torturing four other girls. They're in his basement now and they're not believing her. Wow. They only believed her when she lifted up her her pants leg and there was an a, a, a true mark of being chained, right? There was like this red, oh, wow. where she was a shackle mark. And then, so now they got him and she's like, well, he's right, you know, there at the gas station, just sitting in his car. So they go up to him, knock on his window. Are you Gary Heidnick? And he says, is this about me not paying child support? Because he has his four other kids and he's been flaking on child support. Isn't that fucking nuts? Wow. So that's how it culminates. And then Dang. obviously it was like a huge trial, but but it did get overshadowed. The reason you don't hear about this guy is because, you know, you got Dahmer coming up. Mm-hmm. You got some big names coming up, you know, and you just, you know, OJ was what, 94. So this trial was 1990, I believe. I mean, you know, and what's this guy when you have like Dahmer and then freaking OJ right after that? You, you don't, this guy just vanishes, right? I don't know. It's crazy. There are some other weird things about this guy. For instance, he at one point point had ordered a, a Chinese uh, mail order bride oh, at one point. He, what? Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, just kind of crazy shit. And this is the, the Buffalo Bill. That's what they're called because, you know, Buffalo Bill mm-hmm. had the, the, the hole in there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't know. Wow. That's crazy. This is a crazy one. This is <laughs> a crazy one. Yeah. He has uh, all kinds of problems. Another thing he shared with Dahmer is they were both medics in the U.S. Army. Hmm. He was actually only, only in the Army for under a year and he got discharged with full disability because he was he had mental problems he was schizophrenic and he had yeah but that wasn't a result of the army i know but they still 100 disability the whole time this was happening 100 disability this guy has fucking millions of dollars this dude has probably ten thousand dollars glued to his wall in his house <laughs> 
Hopefully I mean, they checked before tearing it down. Jesus. Didn't we just talk about that? A room with bills glued to the wall? Yeah, that was the last episode. That's John. what I thought. Yeah. He does Damn. have some children out there. And I guess they do know. Well, some of them may know who their dad is. I don't know. Damn. Hmm. But that's a... I brought up the church. I'll bring this up right quick. So I brought up the church and I asked, you know, is it legit or was he just siphoning money? When, when you're first presented with that, it seems like... Like it's just a money laundering thing. But then you actually look into all the records and and the, and the cops and even the prosecution, the DA, that was just a money laundering sh- scheme. Only he only started to realize that it was a real church when parishioners kept coming and showing up to the house while the police have it taped over wondering where church service is going to be. So all the parishioners of the church were mentally and physically mentally or physically handicapped. So that was his thing, right? Uh, That's why he, you know, he has Sandra and stuff like that. That's his people. That's who he hung out with. That's his friends. And so all these people were going to services while this is going on too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Because he, the church was around for a, a while, right? Yeah, 1971. Yeah, 1971. They've been going to church. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And this guy had a Rolls Royce just like the, um, the what freaking... What the fuck? Um, well, what's the the um the Hashnishis or whatever? Remember? Oh yeah, the guy oh yeah, that the guy from like Wild Wild Country. Yeah yeah, 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 that was a good one. But the church is real though. They were doing actual services, and he wasn't spending that money. It was the money for the church. Is nuts, right? It's interesting that he like kind of separated out certain things like that. I don't yeah. know, compartmentalized. It's it's, uh, it's weird. It is so weird. I will say that he had some head trauma. He was a bedwetter, and he was beaten pretty ruthlessly. He had a terrible childhood growing up and his his father would just rip him, you know, completely for wetting the bed. He would like hang the sheets up so everyone sees him. Oh. I mean, just stuff like that. So he, uh, the first thing he could do to join the army, he did. And I think that kind of ruined him because as soon as he was in, he was out. He just, they knew he was fucked up. They knew his head was all fucked up. Yeah. And it was like one of those things where I think they just wanted to get him out. It's like, here, you can have a full pension. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, he did good things with that fucking pension, did he not? I mean, God damn, the dude is a fucking millionaire. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I would say he did good things with it. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I, uh. I am interested in revisiting this guy another time. You know, you can make a sh- you can make a short about it. Yeah, our series of shorts. Yeah, as far as the Josephine thing goes, I mean, you can read her book. It makes you think, you know, because the other girl said that she was involved in it and she was actually starting to like the torture. Mm. But, I mean, I, I you could say that, but at the end of the day, like she, it was absolutely Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. So would she have done that sort of thing otherwise and on her own? No, no, I don't believe that. Yeah. So he was actually executed in 1999. His last meal was two slices of cheese pizza and black coffee. Hmm. So interesting combination. Yeah. Well, it was good to see everyone. Yeah. I hope you guys like that. Sorry I left all the background out. I probably will do something else for you guys and go back over a lot of stuff because I know there's going to be probably more than one. But, you know, anyway, did you enjoy it? I did. All right, cool. All right, well, we're going to bed, I guess. Nine o'clock.
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm going home. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for being here. And I'll see you on Saturday. We got a great story on Saturday. Super excited. We're doing a serial killer that no one's heard of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm still kind of bouncing around the um, the Richard Ramirez thing. I'm like too scared to do them type of shit like I was Dahmer, mm. you know, because he's like my white whale. Your new white whale. Yeah. So, but anyway. Cool. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy it. And and that's it. So until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. Supremos. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.